0: Welcome to the Hadn't You Heard podcast, presented by Mako Media, where we will be having conversations with local business owners, getting an idea of who it is, helping build our community, what it is they have going on right now, and why it is they do what they do. On today's episode, Hadn't You Heard of Pooch Patisserie, created by Aaron Kelly Walden, starting from a small cottage industry Selling through the local Collingswood Farmers Market has now grown to be its own small batch bakery for dogs. Thanks for joining me today, Aaron.
1: Good morning, Doug.
0: So, Aaron, with Pooch Patisserie, how would you describe your business in 30 seconds?
1: It's basically the human food experience, but for dogs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I would ask you to describe it in a goofy manner as well, but that was pretty good.
1: So we are a walk-up takeout window, Mm -hmm. which there isn't anything like that in this area for dogs. There's a menu. You can purchase a la carte. You can purchase combos. There's a full menu of products. So
0: So I already mentioned the name, Pooch Patisserie. How would you come up with that name? Trip to France. Oh.
1: Yeah. Every village, every town has their own patisserie, and they are off the... Book. yeah oh my god insane insane stuff
0: so you just took that style of branding and name and just kind of incorporated into your business because it really spoke to you
1: so they tell you to pick names with similar letters and sounds so it's catchy so it's like pooch patisserie oh pee-pee.
0: yeah <laughs> it is good it is catchy really pops and stands out, especially when you see your logo and branding all over the place. So I like it. Dig it. So where is the business located right now?
1: So right now we are in the Soha Arts Building in Hann Township. It's an interesting building. It's been a lot of things. I don't know if you know this, there was actually baseball batting cages up here on the second floor at one time.
0: I did not know that.
1: Yeah. At one time, it was a sporting goods store. Really? Yeah, so local schools, colleges, they would all come here for their supplies. The Little League teams would have their meetings here.
0: Were you still downstairs with this?
1: Oh, hell no. This is like (laughs) years and years and years ago. But my customers that are now full-grown adults with their own families, when they come to the window, they're like, did you know that da-da-da-da-da, and we used to shoot, you know, balls upstairs and da Oh wow. They come here for the meetings and yeah, it was a big thing.
0: It must have been very loud in here because these walls are yeah. kind of thin.
1: It was a, what they would call a department store layout. Yes. Yeah, so it's just big open square footage.
0: Interesting. So your business in the Soha Arts building, yes. you're marketed directly to just dogs or any other kind of animals? Cats too. Okay.
1: It's limited with cats. I don't know if you've ever cooked for a cat, but... (laughs) I have not. (laughs) They are difficult. Mm -hmm. They are difficult.
0: My cat uh, only has soft food, will not eat hard food, just started drinking water. She's very picky.
1: It's like a whole thing, It is a whole thing. So I had a cat. I -hmm. cooked for him. Mm -hmm. He'd love it one day and wouldn't touch it the next day. So it's really hard to keep inventory without it being thrown out because it just... They're so fussy. They are. Yeah. They
0: are. So with Pooch Patisserie, what kind of drove you to creating this as a business for yourself?
1: There were Several circumstances. I was living in Collingswood and I had been given this yellow lab puppy, female. And when she was born, her organs sat higher up in her chest cavity. So she had to be fed like every four hours hmm. for her whole life. I was ending a marriage, I had lost my job, and I was just about to lose my home, and I have this dog that I have to care for. So this irritating nudge kept telling me, check out the market, maybe you can do something there, sell something there, make stuff there for dogs. The same time that's happening, the U.S. is having all of these recalls on pet food products. That are being imported from overseas that are contaminated, and pets are dying because of this. So, they're created a niche in the market, a demand.
0: Yeah, that's really cool that you kind of saw that, took advantage of it, and especially because it kind of hit very close to home with the animal that you had to care yeah. for. Yeah. So, not only were you truly helping your loved one and helping others. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So how long have you been in operations?
1: (laughs) Too long. (laughs) (laughs) I started this in 2006 and just have been working at it ever since. And I made the big leap from the farmer's market to brick and mortar facility in 2017.
0: Oh, cool. Congratulations.
1: Thank you. It's been crazy.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask how difficult is that to go from just the farmer's market to then being a brick and mortar kind of place where...
1: It's like... Having a store, having your store in a mall and you decide to move out of the mall, but you don't know if your customers are going to come to your new location. Mm. So when you're at the market, it's super convenient. They're picking up all these other great products and foods and, you know, it's easy. Oh yeah, stop it. Here's five, here's 10 bucks, get something for the dog. But when I moved to Soha Arts, I lost like 90% of my customer base. Yeah, it was like starting over from scratch. So it's it's been a work in progress.
0: Yeah, it's got to be tough. Do you feel like some of your customers at least have followed you to the, the storefront? Oh, the
1: ones that have, and I'm not being like sappy, but they're like family. Mm-hmm. I've known them for, for 16 years. I've seen their kids grow up. I've seen other dogs pass and then they get another dog. And it's, it's very uh, grassroots oriented. My customer base—it's very personable.
0: Yeah, 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 that's awesome. Yeah, I think connecting, you know, personally with your clients like that is huge because animals, you know, they're family.
1: They are family. You know they they are family members. There's no way around it. Just that's what they
0: are. Yeah, which kind of makes you family as well. You're like their I'm chef, the
1: auntie. They call me Auntie Aaron. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's this local dog named Cash. He's a Boston Terrier, and he's incredibly clever and has occasionally found his way out of his yard. And the first place he goes is to the takeout window.
0: Does he really? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my gosh.
1: I was away um, over Christmas break. I went up back home to visit my dad for his 80th birthday, and I get this text message with a photograph. And they're like, by chance, do you know this dog? I'm like, yeah, that's Cash. <laughs> we found him outside your window. Do you know how to contact the owners? And it's like, yeah, here's their number. And you know, they got him back home safely. But uh, a couple of dogs in the neighborhood have gotten out and they run to the takeout window.
0: That's incredible. You are like family to them, you know? <laughs> it's the
1: crack. <laughs> it's the puppy crack.
0: <laughs> that's actually super incredible. Yeah. that they, they recognize that they can come to your storefront. Yeah, I brought them in. And they're not even yeah. going to get charged because... Oh,
1: heck no. <laughs> heck no. I mean, their looks.
0: Yeah, dogs, right? looks will get them everything. I'll tell you, every Instagram post you make of all the dogs jumping up to the counter, it's adorable. Oh, I love them. Yeah. It makes my day scrolling through the Instagram, oh, seeing thank them you. jump up. Yeah. Thanks a lot. I appreciate you, that. Yeah, of course. You have a yeah. really cool, kind, hearted business, and I think that yes? needs to be showcased. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So you mentioned, Aaron that, you know, you've been doing this for a while now. The grind. The grind never ends. (laughs) (laughs) It never ends. It's incredible hearing that you started at the Collingswood Market. You moved over to the Soha building. You know, you got your storefront. And then the pandemic. How did that affect you? Because I know there was a lot going on. You've done so much already.
1: So... That pandemic affected everyone in such a huge variety of ways. The fortunate people got basically a paid vacation. I don't know if you remember that, but if you were able to collect unemployment, you were doing pretty good. Mm -hmm. Paid vacation. But if you were a small business and you were not considered essential, you were basically screwed. (laughs) So I actually... (laughs) I actually refused to close the first two weeks. I was like, no way. You know, if I don't work, I don't eat. If I don't work, I can't pay my mortgage. There's no way I'm shutting down. And there's this website, if you were a business owner, by the state, state website, you could message them with inquiries of your circumstance and what you're supposed to do. So I sent them a message. I'm like... I don't know where I fall. I'm registered as a pet food manufacturer. I have a takeout window. Remember that whole takeout Mm -hmm. thing? Is that food had to be takeout? Yeah. So can I, you know, can I still do this? In the meantime, it took them two weeks to get back to me. And at the time, it was up to local authorities to make the decision on, on small businesses that refused to do the shutdown or weren't sure it was a gray area what to do. So I would be in there making stuff. I wouldn't have the signs out. I wouldn't have the lights on, but I was there. And the few people that sought me out would come by. Two weeks go by. I get a response from the state. They're like, yeah, no, you can't do retail hours. You can make your product, but you can't sell your product. Wow. So I was like, all right, let me process that for a day. (laughs) And I decided to switch to home delivery and then scheduled pickups. So if you put an order in and you wanted to pick it up, it'd be a specific time frame. So I wouldn't have a line of people or any type of gathering at the window. And it was credit card only. I don't know if you remember that whole scare about accepting cash and yeah. germs. And then there was a coin shortage. So it was a home delivery, scheduled pickups, credit card or Venmo. Yeah. Sales dropped by half. Wow! My family donated some money to help me get through it. And also I qualified for a modest grant Mm. to get through it.
0: That's so tough. And uh, I know everybody kind of dealt with it in their own ways, but it seems that you were able to work your way through the hard times with the pandemic, come out the other side, and your storefront seems to be doing better than ever because I come out the building all the time. And I see a line of dogs waiting at <laughs> the window and it just brings me joy to see that. So congratulations to making it through. Thank you. Being strong-willed to get through. Thank you. Because it would be tough not seeing that line of dogs at the window. <laughs> so I'm glad you, you were able to handle it. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I want to circle back real quick, Aaron, to your product itself, specifically your baking, what kind of separates you? I know you spoke on it a little bit earlier about how there was like recalls with the the mainstream stuff, but what what can your customers kind of see that is different within your products?
1: So our products are what is referred to as human grade ingredients. It's Like the protein sources from baby food, so beef, chicken, turkey, sweet potato, it's actually baby food. The products are made daily, fresh, and they're designed, the recipes are designed for sensitive digestive systems, dogs that have issues with commercially produced products. Like if you go to the store and you get a box of dog treats or a bag, it gives you the expiration date, but it doesn't tell you when it was actually made. So you could be buying a product that's been on the shelf for two or three or whatever months are allowed by regulation. Wow. And that's why I need to specify to customers or small batch. So things are made in small batches. Once that flavor sells out, it goes into rotation until it's baked again. So it's limited quantities, but it's made fresh and it's made local.
0: Yeah, I think it's really important to know when and how even dog food is made. You don't want them to be eating, you know, old, expired stuff or...
1: So I do this rule. If I look at a product, a pet product, and the ingredients are lengthy, like there's a lot of stuff in there with really big words that I can't pronounce, don't buy it.
0: I should follow that rule. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I've had uh, five dogs over 29 years. And I have to be honest, when I first got my... I always had dogs in pairs, generally, two or three at a time. I didn't know any better. I'm, I'm just out of high school. I'm buying dog food from the supermarket. They, all the dogs have lived into their senior years, so I'm not I'm trying to put anyone down for whatever products you choose to buy. But there are studies that show ties to health issues with a lot of ingredients that are in commercially produced products. So, you, so I just say beware, educate you know yourself, beware.
0: Yeah, it's cool that you are specifically uh, a little more educated about what's going in and out of you know the market that you're in, which is very good to know. I know one day that I did buy something from you. You told me no longer than like seven days, make sure you're refrigerated. You gave me all the rules. I wish, I wish every time I bought something, they gave me all the rules like that, especially when it comes to food and the fact that you're helping the animals. It's really good.
1: Yeah, I just uh, want people to have a good product and have a healthy product.
0: Yeah, so you're always talking to your clientele all the time. You were in the market. Your business is very niched. What do you want your business to kind of showcase to the community? What is your community involvement?
1: Mm. So I moved around a lot through my whole life. I never really had true roots. You know, kids, I went to high school. I went to nine different schools. So I never got to see people grow up that way. So I've always wanted to be part of a community, which means like when I go to put my signs out, the sidewalk sandwich board signs, I often will get a honk. It'll be someone that knows me. They see the windows open. Even if they're not stopping, they'll drive by and honk and wave. I love that people know me by my first name. It's important to me. And it actually becomes bigger than you. I have people come together at the window. The, the one thread of, of common is that we love dogs. We love our dogs. We love our Friends, dogs, whoever has the dog that you're purchasing for. That's the one common. And at the window, there's a great sharing and exchange between customers and the dogs. It has nothing to do with me. Yeah. You know, I'm in the kitchen doing my thing and they start sharing and telling stories and you know.
0: It's very cool. It's a it's a safe haven. At that window to just kind of yeah. hang out as people, yeah, forget about all the nonsense right. going on. Like- just you guys and your, your pets. Yeah, you know? totally.
1: It's totally.
0: a cool, it's a cool little environment.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, Aaron. So you've been in business for a while now, and I just want to circle back to how you're connected with the community. You've started from your local market and you've got your business front. For any prospective business owners looking to jump into the same realm as you are, what kind of tips would you be able to give them just starting up?
1: If you don't genuinely, truly, like, if you don't do it, you're going to regret it. If you're not at that point, don't do it. Because, you know, those small business services ads, like um, credit card companies... And printing companies, and they always show like this vibrant, well slept, has had great nutrition. <laughs> they're happy, they're at their cash register with their little Gerber Daisy making sales. That's not the reality. The reality is pulling a Hail Mary the night before to make sure you have enough inventory to get you through the next day. And you take on, you do take on financial debt. And you do take financial risks. You also have relationships that are affected because sometimes there's not enough of you to share. And it can affect you emotionally and physically. So I say just be really, really, really sure that if you don't do it, you're going to regret it. If it's one of those, like, I have to do this, then go for it.
0: That's great advice. I would say as a business owner, as myself, there's so much involved involved going on all the time. You can wear yourself so thin. But if you can look at yourself in the mirror at the end of the day and be like, this is still what I want to be doing, I will fight for it. Completely. So with that being said, your business is kind of back here going forward after the pandemic. We're all working together to push forward. What kind of, are you involved in any other events or what do you have going on Um, in the next two to three months that you would like to share with the listeners?
1: Okay, so... We were just voted by customers through South Jersey Magazine as the best of the best for dog bakeries for 2022.
0: Congratulations. Was, that is awesome. It was
1: awesome. That shows oh, such great support from the customers. I didn't even know about it. They just walked up to my window. They're like, yeah, congratulations. You won. I'm like, what do you want? <laughs>
0: <laughs> what are you selling <laughs> me? Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> So that was really awesome. And from that, we're getting a lot of inquiries. The website hits have increased. The Google hits have increased. And so we're in the process of revamping the website. Oh, very cool. Where you can like build your own custom cake. What? Yeah.
0: That is awesome. I know.
1: It's crazy, right?
0: That's super exciting. Well, congratulations again on that. Thank you. Congratulations on the new website Working out. Thank you so much. I'm excited to see this all take off.
1: Me too. I'm Let me know to, when it's done.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to customize a cake for my friends' dogs and everything. This is gonna be cool. It's a fun <laughs> experience. You're allowing your clients to have a little more fun, even though it's oh, absolutely your business is already a lot of fun.
1: Yeah.
0: So I know this next thing is gonna be a left turn from what we've been talking about, specifically okay. your business. You have a favorite song, Aaron? Ah. Oh. That that embodies you as a person that can kind of help speak to you and your business aura a little bit.
1: It could be a compilation, but that'd be too difficult. So let's just say it's the White Stripes song, We're Going to Be Friends.
0: Yes, I love the White Stripes. Me too. They're so sick. Oh my God. (laughs) OMG, right? OMG, (laughs) exclamation (laughs) point. They're so cool. Yeah. Yeah, That's an awesome song.
1: I love it. I mean, it's so simple. Yeah. And it's about childhood mm. and it, it's it's about that time before everything went crazy when you hit puberty and everything like falls apart, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's, it doesn't, you know, boy, girl, whoever you are, you have your group of friends. It's about adventure, curiosity, fun, all the good stuff. It's all the good stuff. All the good
0: stuff. And I think this world just needs a little bit more. Oh, for real. Let's just stuff.
1: all go back to kindergarten right. for a day. <laughs> Just take a break, you know, eat mm-hmm. ice cream, be simple, keep it. Ice easy. cream and
0: naps all day. Oh my God.
1: That's like we, my don't, need, we dream. don't need we don't need
0: adulthood anymore.
1: We don't. It's so overrated, by the way. It
0: is. I, I've learned a lot about you today, Aaron. You're such a kind soul, an awesome person to be around. Pooch, I wish wish nothing but the best of success. What would you say to just kind of wrap it up to encompass who you are and who the business is again, besides the music, what would be your philosophy? Just like in a short sentence.
1: Two words no regrets. There you go. Yeah, no regrets. That's Just all you need. Live your life.
0: Live your life for yourself.
1: With no regrets. And oh, one other thing. <laughs> now that I think of it, think about what you're going to say before you say it. Because once you say it, it's out. Yeah. So, yeah, no regrets.
0: I love it. I appreciate it. Thank I appreciate, you so much. I appreciate you joining me today. Thanks for on having the podcast. me. Before we sign off, how can our listeners, your potential clients, your old clients, kind of keep track of you, what's going on, the new website, socials, etc.
1: Yeah. So we're on Instagram and we're on Facebook. Those are the only two social medias. And, of course, stop by the window. We are open Thursdays and Fridays, 11 to 7 Saturdays and Sundays, ninety-four. Yeah, best way to go is just stop by.
0: Well, thank you again, everybody. Please check Aaron out on our socials. Stop by the window at the Saw Arts Building. Get a custom-made dog cake when they're available on their new website. Thank you again for joining me, Aaron. Thank you for having me. And we will see you guys on the next episode. Patton, you heard.